welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. A new queen of the UK is crowned, and somehow it feels a bit lukewarm. Did the right queen win? Well, it's time to talk all things Drag Race UK 4, and joining me to break it all down is, say hey to Ruby Slay. How are you? Hello. I like how you said that. Hey to Ruby Slay. <laughs> Listen, I'm a writer. That's why I'm nominated for Best Writer Blogger for the Leverwood's been this year. Everybody people, don't, people don't realize how hard it is to write a podcast episode sometimes, so... When, mm-hmm. when my guests acknowledge that I, I've done good work for them, I, I feel good. I feel happy. Um, yeah, as you should. You work really hard. Thanks. I try. I try. Well, we're going to dive into this fun episode, but first I leave my disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters presented through reality television show production. We are shown what the editing of the television show wants to see. We are actually what's presented. Yes, these are real people that give an opportunity to go on the television show to show their craft, but they have also put themselves in a position to discuss what is on the podcast of our entertainment to discuss reality TV show. All right, there it is. Um, I just, I just got to say, I got to put it out there because when people get whiny and bitchy and say I was mean, it's because I'm reacting to TV, not to real people. Drag queens are Don't real, right? Don't be so Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. They're real, real. <laughs> um, UK season four, it's over. We have a crown queen. Danny Beard is our winner. Now, before we discuss how we got to this point, overall, what did you think of the season? Uh, this season was amazing. I Honestly, all the girls were so talented. It was like hard to look at one and be like, she was terrible. Mm-hmm. You know? To me, I, I mean, at least with the look. I think all the yeah. runways were amazing. Yeah, this was, they all stepped their pussies up when it comes to the looks this season. They did very, very well. Um, Absolutely. It's one of those things where it's crazy to know how much money they put into all these looks, knowing that not a single one of them will win any money ever. Um, but it's drag race. That contract, baby. <laughs> it's that contract and it's the BBC because they don't get our money. But yeah, I mean, I think the runways this season are really, really incredible. Um, I think I have a couple uh, potential nominees for the Block Talk Drag Race End of the Year Awards. Um, I have to start Ooh. deciding who's going to be cut from these lists. I have, I have too many nominees. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of great looks. The cast um, was quite diverse, quite interesting, fascinating. So it's hard to lose everyone as they went along each week. Yeah, so they were all so different and so mm-hmm. strongly talented in what they do. Yeah, I was surprised. I, some of the girls were, like, good at things that I didn't think they were going to be good at. And yeah. then I had that feeling with a lot of them. Yeah. Well, let's go through this episode. It is the top four through the door. Black Peppa has survived her fourth lip sync and secured her spot in the top four. She has sent home a quarter of the cast. That's a lot of people. The lip sync assassin of the season. She literally is a lip sync assassin. And it's wild. Like sometimes we like praise lip sync assassins, but we also have to remember that means they were in the bottom. So like it's almost like a yeah. double edged sword. Yeah, absolutely. 
but I honestly, from looking from the beginning, like episode one or the promos, I did not think she was going to be in the bottom so much. Me too. Um, just yeah. goes to show that drag race is harder than actually doing drag. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Danny's going to walk to the mirror and says, ding dong, the witch is dead, uh, which is not what Pixie wrote, but she's just saying it. And um, hey, not a lie, just a fact. Pixie, though, wrote that Pixie was robbed, which was very rude and very wrong. She was not robbed. She went further than she probably should have, in my opinion. I agree. Now, Danny says that watching Pixie was next level. Pixie, The Pixie she knew 10 weeks ago is not the Pixie who wrote that, that vile message with the horrible handwriting. Um, does Danny just like stop roasting people at any time, or is that all she does? Now, Peppa believes she belongs to be there. She has fought very hard to be there. Cheddar is in the final, and with the most amazing and talented queens, she will shout out her fellow four badge Manchester queen, Danny Beard, on her win in the roast. And Danny thinks she's in a really good position going into the finale, and it's a lot of metal to bring down to the conversion shop. Now, could you imagine the queens pawning or selling their repeater badges? Like I will take one if they don't if they want like cash for that shit I'll take one. Yeah, I will be like I'm sending you ten thousand dollars before tax. <laughs> I mean, the, whatever. What we can buy on the Wow Presents like uh, uh, email like website shop thing, they're not what the actual queens get. They get like actually good Rupeter badges. Like they're expensive shit. Really? I want a real one. Oh, yeah, like. Just one. Yeah, just one. That's all I want. I mean, can't ask Cheryl. Maybe Holt. they'll she sell them in the future. Ah! Maybe, 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 maybe they'll sell like the real, real, real versions. Um, she's looking. She's looking. Uh, I bet every time she goes to a meet and greet, someone brings her a Rupeter badge. Oh, a one that they made. That'd be cute. Yeah, that'd be very cute. How they do? Now, well, twelve queens have become four, and there's only one winner. How stiff is this competition? It's very, very stiff. Queens bring in the energy as they enter the workroom, and Manchester is slang as they represented by three people this season, but Danny is repping two cities that don't get on, and he's here to reunite them. What do you think the beef is between Manchester and Liverpool? If anyone knows, please explain, because I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't even know that was a thing. Until Me I either. Um, I guess, like, what, what city would New York have a beef with? I mean, actually, that's a lie. What city does New York not have a beef with? Well, New York City is, is, has beef with itself, <laughs> basically. Literally. Um, you like can go borough by borough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's not just when we're talking about that. Maybe New Jersey. New Jersey. There you go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, I have to say that some of the looks that these girls walked in with, uh, very fascinating. John Bruce has like a feather-lined blazer and pants. Cheddar is sporting the bald head and a blood spatter pattern rhinestone jacket. Danny has found a jewel-crusted rust shirt and beret, and Pepper is wearing a sweater she found in the Lost and Found. It was so boring. I was like, was bitch, crazy. you give us like amazing runways. Why are you bad in the workroom game? Now, if you See? get on to the Drag Race television program, what is your workroom look going to be? My workroom? Uh, it has to be something... That has to be signature to me. It would mm-hmm. probably, I don't want to spoil it though. It would probably be red, a lot of stones. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think I've become a little bit more of a body girl where I like to show a lot of my body. If I'm, I don't know what this is going to air, but I'm going to be wearing a lot of 
nakedness tomorrow. Well, not right now, I guess. Yeah, um, I'm three dollar bill. We love it. We love it. Now, now, obviously, um, when we're in the workroom and just walking around um, mm-hmm. out of drag, um, you're, you're going to be like, "I'm the trade of the season." Back off, bitches! Right? Is that your goal? Uh, it's not my goal, but uh, I'm gonna definitely try to look cute. I know there's gonna be some packing issues, so mm-hmm. let's see what what cute stuff I can pack. That's fair. Now, Cheddar says it's going to come down to how they perform this week. They are all very different forces to be reckoned with. They have different strengths, and it will be an interesting pack. The alarm sounds one last time as Rue's message features a slew of Rue song references thrown in, and Rue's going to arrive to congratulate them for making it to the grand finale and tell them that they have one last chance to show off their charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. For this week's Max Challenge, they will be taking turns stealing the spotlight as they perform a mega mix of Drag Race anthems, a.k.a. Rue songs, because if we were actually doing Drag Race anthems, we would be just performing UK Hum again. Exactly. (laughs) Which they're gonna, I don't think they're going to be able to do that again. No, I don't this think. This was cute. This, this was, cute. was cute that they mixed all the, all the songs together. Yeah, I'm here for it. It was very cute. Um, yeah, no one's ever going to be able to tackle UK Hunt again. It's like the greatest song ever written, ever. Yeah, absolutely. So Didn't make my uh, Apple or Spotify wrap up this year, but. Um, oh, really? No, I didn't I play it. I still haven't checked mine. I hate these things so much. It makes me feel <laughs> judged, so I don't really post the full thing. <laughs> Um, especially yeah. this year because um, I listen to a lot of Moldovan folk pop rock because of Eurovision okay. this year. So that's what uh-huh. my like entire wrap up is. And I don't want to be judged. <laughs> I think that's part of one the reason why I don't show either. I don't want to yeah. be judged. Now they're going to oh, write. You probably see like Harry Styles in there. <laughs> listen, Harry Styles, he had a, a year. Good for him. Um, <laughs> they're going to write and record their own lyrics and then master the moves of choreographer Kalanamar Necho, who we're going to meet in a little bit. And we, I have a lot to say about that man. He's, he's a very handsome man. Yeah, so handsome. So here's how the solos are going to shake out. Peppa gets Sissy That Walk. Cheddar gets The Realness. Danny gets Call Me Mother. Jombers has Kitty Girl. If you had to select one of those to write your own lyrics to, which one would you have picked? I think I'm gonna have to go with Kitty Girl just because it's one of my favorites. It's great. It's great. I, I will yeah. say I'm a little surprised that it was included because we've already had like a full-on remix to the song. Absolutely. But never like in the UK. So I think not in the UK. That's that's that is yeah. true. I sometimes I forget that like these international seasons are meant for their actual home country and not for mm-hmm. us Americans, even though it's our show. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We're gonna start it here, but now we have like all these different ones and i love it i absolutely love it i love the international season so much and i cannot wait to meet all of the international queens when i go to DragCon in january i'll Fun see times. you there you're going i want to wait london? where is it the one in london oh, no. i was gonna say when it's like gonna... new york in the house um no I, i'm going in uh january to that one and then la is in may but it's only two days this year not three May. I'll probably go to that one. Yeah, it's I haven't been to London yet. So, of course, they're going to also have to spill the tea with Michelle and Rue, and um, I'm just offering it out to them. If they would like to bring me on to have um, 
my own tea time. I'm more than happy to be the host of that segment and incorporate it into my glam nominated podcast. But um, <laughs> whatever you guys want. Um, remember when Rue and Michelle had a podcast and now they don't? They don't have it anymore? No, they haven't it done sometimes. it in years. I know. Um, well, they have so many episodes that I'm still like listening to them. Right. I was going to say, you should have been with them. Could you imagine if they got if they got nominated for a glam award? I would actually just riot and like and throw a hissy fit and be like, "This is bullshit!" Like they're not coming, they're not coming, they're not getting their award. Neither is Lady Bunny. She didn't come last year to accept her freaking award. We're gonna find her this year. We're gonna Lady find Bunny. Her. Bun Bun, you better be we'll there. I want a picture. You. We're looking um, for that big wig. <laughs> It's time to get started gearing up to steal the spotlight in this challenge. Peppa thinks she's going to eat up her track. Sissy That Walkie is such a big RuPaul song, so the fact that she gets to do it is exciting to her. For her, it's a proper dancing routine. Um, so we're going to find out how the non-dancers are feeling. Well, Danny says she's made up. And I need to find out what made up means because that is a British lingo that I do not know. And if I'm going to go to London, I should probably learn made up i'm not sure what she meant by that either yeah neither listeners from the uk tell me what that means i would say that she made up her mind and she's like decided but i don't know if i'm correct maybe danny has a great song yeah sorry um (laughs) she is the shittiest of the dancers in the group but she's been pushed her out of her comfort zone and other challenges to surprise herself the only thing between her and doing well is herself Cheddar says she's not great at choreo, but she dances all the time in clubs and nights out. Danny laughs at the thought of dancing in the club as they all dance in the club, but not to choreograph shit. To be fair, I've seen many a gay homosexual give full Gaga choreography on the dance floor when Gaga comes on at 2 a.m. in the morning. All the time. Are you one of those Literally gays? every gay bar. Um, maybe if I'm really drunk and I'm out of drag. <laughs> Maybe, but <laughs> if I'm in dragon heels, I probably won't. But it's just I mean, one pain. of those things. Exactly. If Gaga yeah. comes on, like Bad Romance, you know all those gays are just going to coordinate a dance off, and and it's it's a thing. Yeah, they're iconic and so memorable. And you're drunk, exactly. having fun with your friends. So there it is. All right, we're going to start um, to talk about Cheddar about relaxing into this. She's keen to see what the others are going to do and what they're going to be made to do. Um, but she knows that this is going to be a bigger challenge than the Ruskal. And Peppa has an idea of her lyrics. So she's going to put them on paper. And Danny thinks the lyrics are going to be so fresh that Adele will be giving her a call after this. I hope she did. I don't think she did. Maybe she will if she watches that. So. She might. <laughs> I, I, would, I, I think Adele probably ought just drag race she's very nice she will she she her, one of her best <laughs> friends is alan carr so i wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't watch the show that, it is time true. yeah it is time to chat with michelle and rue and um let's see as we dive into these if we we can reveal who the winner is based on how they're discussing each other First up, we got Danny Beard. Uh, Rue acknowledges that the bearded queen has made it into the top four, and Danny says the magic of the show that it pushed her and excited her. 
The story of Danny is that when she first started, she was actually um, studying to be a club kid and loved their drag as it was their way, done their way, and she wanted to do it her way. Michelle asks her now that she wears wigs and does different looks. Has it opened her eyes on how she can do drag? And Danny says when she did the ruffle runway, she was feeling herself and it has opened her eyes through, though still feels herself through it. Have you ever been challenged and tried a different style of drag that has like changed your entire perception of who you could be as a drag artist? Um, what do you mean? Like tried a different style, like, somebody else's drag maybe or just just doing something a little different yeah i actually i'm a gemini i'm a triple air sign so that oh, means no. i changed my mind a lot <laughs> like a lot so i'm always like ah, multiple outfits gotta change it to this and yeah i, I get bored easily basically so i like to change things around different colors mm. different baggy tight and then nothing things like that hey different hair that's fair i've been trying black hair lately so stop the world it's changing (laughs) i'm like it's about time i'm a latina there it is now danny got a sense of self because when she was younger she was bullied in year eight she shares that someone made knuckle dusters which to us is basically the equivalent of brass knuckles uh, but they were made with pins. They cut up her face. So her parents moved her from Liverpool and her mom told her that she could be anyone she wants to be. So the next year in a new school, the first person who asked if she was gay said, yeah. And what? And that was it. The confidence started to grow. She tells the story of how her dad screamed down the stairs that they're going to a family barbecue. Why is she orange? And she said, you don't like me being gay? To which her, her dad said, no, I don't like you being orange. orange. This <laughs> got Rue to laugh. And I said, the season is over. Danny wins. If you made Rue laugh that hard, she loves you. I was so dying with this part. It was so funny. I think that's what's exciting about Danny is just the way she can tell a story is so engaging Mm -hmm. and you want to know what happens next. And that was the thing I did not expect from Danny. I loved it. For Danny, so going from like not knowing who Danny is at all to like just seeing her on the mm-hmm. show, they they're them on the show because it's a very very <clears throat> I mean different style of drag than I think what mainstream drag is mm-hmm. used to. Um, but all drag Absolutely. is valid. Absolutely, not all drag is good, but all drag is valid. We've seen in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, that's the team. <laughs> For Danny to be the next UK drag superstar, she says there has never been any other contestant like her, let alone a winner. She is a really good entertainer and a really nice person, and that's what it takes to win Drag Race. Rue is taken by Danny, and I think that's all that needed to be said. Um, this was a very good chat for someone who's about to win. Yes. That's a big, big chance now, I think, in my opinion. Yep. Now, next, we have Jombers, and she is not surprised by being in the top four. She is a visualizer and manifester, so she manifested her being here, as she knew if she could trust herself, she could be. Rue will note that she is there because she adapted and tells her that will get her everywhere in life. Are you an adaptable person? Yes. Has it gotten you everywhere in life? No. (laughs) Same. I was like, Rue, I don't think you're right on that one. You're adaptable and have lots of money. 
it will definitely uh, make you, you know, be able to change environment and mm -hmm. whatever comes at you, you'll be able to like, oh, I got this. Oh, whatever. I'll handle it. No matter what it is, I got it. So yeah. that is a very good mindset to have, I think. Yeah. Especially on drag race. Absolutely. Now, where did John Burrs get her sense of style and love for fashion? She says, as a kid, she loved the 70s. Her mom kept her dresses from the 70s, and despite saying she wasn't fashionable, John Burrs notes that she was always in a full-length gown, and she says her mom is so strong and so full of love. She loves her so much and always believed in John Burrs as a kid and told her she could do whatever she wants. They did not see eye to eye when John Burrs came out as gay, but she put trust in the process and knew everything would work out eventually. We love happy endings. Where's mine? Just kidding. <laughs> right, literally. Um, to be crowned, Jomber says it would mean everything to her. She says not many people have believed in her. She then goes on a tangent and says that she may have been prude and would not talk about sex or poo, but now with her friends, it's a poo party. I don't want to know what that means. Uh, listen, you know what? We're not going to get into yeah, that. Yeah, listen, I'm not going to kink shame. If that's your thing, go for it. But yeah. me and my friends, not, nope, 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 nope. Very taboo. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. We're going to get really nothing out of this conversation. We're going to learn a little bit about Jomber's mom, but um, this was not a winner's chat. No, no. No. Now we have Black Peppa, and she's feeling incredible as she fought to get to the top four. And Rue points out that in the first photo shoot, she did not stay inside the box. So Rue wants to know what has kept her from working outside the box in terms of humor and acting. Peppa says it's the child in her that has had doubt because of her parents. Um, but I also think, like, I don't know if she's the kind of person who likes to feel embarrassed by herself and do silly things. Well, I guess when you have issues with your parents and your your childhood your inner child is hurt it does mm -hmm. make it a little bit harder to show your true self because you feel like you're going to get judged absolutely so i think it does it, it makes sense her family in saint martin was a break for her when she had to leave peppa says that the day she was leaving her mom asked if she was gay and had slept with boys and says of course she said yes she says she had she not said that, she would not have been able to stand up for herself. She took off on a plane and is now liberated and can live the life she wants the way she wants. Beppa reveals that her and her parents are getting somewhere, but her sister held her together in times when she really couldn't keep it together herself, but remembers that there is someone who depends on her and can't let her down. Rue will say that the same love she has for her sister, she has to care for her own inner child the exact same way. I thought that was really sweet. I wish we got to learn more about um, Peppa's sister. That's so sweet. That really was close to my heart because I have a sister, older sister, and she's also she's gay. She's also mm -hmm. gay. So we like there's four of us, so we're like half and half. So we like kind of relate a little bit more. But that was that was very sweet. I love that. Yeah, I think, and that's what I think Peppa's presence on the show has done is made it very accessible she is a very accessible character and there are a lot of people who relate to her and that's what's important about drag race is to see yourself mm -hmm. on this show yeah i think it's for like you being on the show you gotta just remember to live in the moment be happy mm -hmm. go as hard and, as you can 
and be silly. It's fun to be silly. You can watch be silly, it. Back have fun. Listen, the more memes there are about you, know, like, you, the more you can send it to other people. Yeah, you'll be like when it's airing, you'll be watching, getting drink, getting drunk, smoking, mm-hmm. whatever, having to tell your friends. Uh, one Listen, day, if there were like millions of gifts of me, I would be sending it to everybody whenever they have a reaction to something they text me. Are you kidding me? That would be my jam. That would be funny. At least just one. Just one. Just one. Like Vanjie. Yeah, honestly, if like I ever Vanjie. were on TV, there would be at least one gif of me like rolling my eyes, and that's what I would send to everyone all the time. <laughs> that would be funny. I would send it. Rue tells her that life is dance, and once you connect to that rhythm, it's smooth sailing. And when Rue said this, it's like, oh, Rue, you just wrote your next song. So expect that to be the lyrics in her next song on her next album. I can just feel it already. <laughs> She's sensing it like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Literally. She's to be crowned, it. it would mean a lot for Peppa. She says the competition is bigger than her as there are so many people who can't live the life they want to live because they can't be themselves. She can inspire people that you can come from a place and position you're not proud of, but can take it there just by believing in yourself. Yeah, this was a really beautiful chat. And um, when Rue says this was just the beginning, I think we all knew that this is going to mean she'll be on an all-star season and that's when she can win a crown. This is not her time. Oh, oh, that was a hint right there. I think so. I think Black like, Pepper's not done. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. And Miss Cheddar also. Mm-hmm. Page of Dr. Cheddar, Dr. Cheddar Gorgeous. Um, Cheddar <laughs> says that her jacket represents the brutality of the competition. Um, I appreciated her jacket and the amount of stones she had on it. Um, so many stones. Stoning is not fun. Whoever said stoning is fun is lying no. to everybody. Like, it's even crazy. if you like listen to a podcast or watch a movie, it's, it takes so much time. It does. I um, currently am stoning my look for DragCon. Um, I'm making a faster process than I thought I would do, but yeah, it's just monotonous. I've told myself, okay, I'm doing section by section. I'm not sitting here for more than like two hours. We're done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting close. I'm getting closer to the end. It looks. It's going to look so that's good. good. Oh, that's cute. I can't wait to see the pictures. It's going to be so cool. Now, Rue notes that she and Michelle spent some time in Manchester last year and they fell in love with it. And what does Cheddar love about Manchester? Well, it's the range of drag and the history they have there, like Hacienda, which was a nightclub, but is now a apartment block, which Rue says she performed there many years ago, perhaps during the Thatcher era. Um, for those youngins who don't know who Maggie Thatcher is, she was the prime minister and she was very controversial. Uh, also, just go watch season one of Drag Race UK and you'll see um, Bag of Chips. Oh, okay. oh, that would make a lot of sense. That was yeah. just Snatch Game. I still laugh at okay. I still laugh at her jokes, but mm-hmm. I don't know who. Yeah, uh, or go watch the Meryl Street movie, The Iron Lady. Um, okay. It's like, probably better if you're yourself. high. <laughs> probably better if you're high. It's a very boring movie. Very very boring. You don't have to tell me that twice. <laughs> Done. Michelle will admit when she saw Cheddar's name on the roster, she was a bit perplexed and asked her why now. Cheddar says she got to a strange place in drag and didn't know if she even wanted to be in drag anymore. She didn't expect to get a callback, but felt excited when she got the rundown and she hasn't been this excited in such a long time. I think that's really kind of cool because I feel like there are a lot of drag artists out there nowadays who it's drag race or die. If you don't get on the show, I'm not doing drag anymore. Um, And I don't think that's necessarily what Cheddar's story was, 
but it reignited the fire that she had for drag. You think so? after she got on Drag Race, she's saying that? I think so. Because I think um, from what I knew of Cheddar prior to the show, uh, we're seeing the Cheddar that was there, but also a new version of Cheddar, a more um, mainstream version, if you will. Do you okay. find that there are a lot of people in New York that it's they're going to quit drag if they don't get on Drag Race? I think there's some that might. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think if you truly love drag, you're never gonna really quit. Like even if you take a hiatus, you're gonna come back at one point. I hey, agree. we have a lot of queens that are still doing it. Then maybe you should stop. We have probably <laughs> anybody. Of queens. Kidding. <laughs> we have we have so many queens. You can um, have all of the soccer teams at uh, the FIFA World Cup filled with all the queens we have. So many, and there's more every single day. No more babies. We got we no more babies. No one can else. No one else can have a baby. We gotta stop. No more. Do you have any babies? Yeah, I'll stop getting pregnant. I do not have any. I don't have a mother, or, or babies. All right, all right. Which is crazy. But a lot of sisters. Yeah, a lot of sisters. <laughs> I, I try to get pregnant twice, though. I'll let you know that. <laughs> twice. <laughs> Michelle tells Cheddar that she has proven that she's fucking phenomenal and that surprised Cheddar because her inner voice didn't give her love and praise very well. She learned this growing up working as a working class kid in Birmingham. She learned to think not to raise her head up too far. Emotions are for other people. Ruth says the challenge is to learn to parent yourself in a way that is unapologetic. Is she able to do this? Well, Cheddar's going to give it a try. She does like the sound of her own voice, as they may have noticed. For her, what would it mean to be the next UK drag superstar? She says, at the risk of sounding cocky, regardless if she's crowned or not, she's going to do the same thing and be 100% herself. The crown would just be added validation. Um, This was a nice chat with Rue, but I think Rue wants a winner that they can mold, and perhaps that's why we get the result we do, because I think Cheddar is the kind of person who she's going to be Cheddar, and the show is not going to tell her what to do after the fact. Um. Mm -hmm. That being said, I think this was our one and only chance to give Cheddar a crown. I don't know if she would return. You think? You think so? You don't I think, think she, she would come? To. No, she. I don't. A lot of them don't need to, but no. You you don't think they would like in a couple of years come back for an All Stars maybe? If Cheddar follows the footsteps of a Bimini, there's not enough money to bring her back. That's true. That is true. We'll see. For now, it is time to dance, bitches, with hottie man Claudemar Neto. Uh, did you know who Claudemar Neto was before we saw him on our television screens? No. Me either, but he's a very handsome no. man. Very handsome. So. And again, before we begin, we have Brett and Logan, who are the dancers. Um, they look like siblings. Could they be related? Do we know this? No. I hope not. That'll be a that'll be a little bit weird. That's fair. That's fair. Um, we will start with Peppa, and she is ready to have a production. Dancers are going to bring it all together for her. Now, Claudemar is giving her intricate choreography, and this is what she does. She's at home in her element. Um, how are you with intricate choreography? Are you someone who's like more freestyle, or do you like having the moves set for you? I am definitely more of a freestyle person, but I mm-hmm. did learn how to dance or taught myself how to dance 
by learning choreography from like YouTube and things like that, music videos. Was there like one music video that you emulated that you still can do today? Oh, there's a lot of them I can still do. <laughs> do you have a favorite? Uh, a favorite? Hmm. I, I mean, I do have, I love my, my classic Doja Cat mm -hmm, at the of course. AMAs. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a mixture of three of her songs. Um, I love my J-Lo at the Super Bowl. I know the choreo is so amazing, but my favorite group that's dancing with her, uh, what's the name? Kranza. They know mm -hmm. who they are. <laughs> um, but yeah. Next, we're going to have Cheddar. I think I'll do good. Yeah. Cheddar is a lot shorter than I thought, or those two boys were very tall. I'm not sure which one it was. Wait, what? Cheddar Gorgeous was either very short or the two dancers were very tall. And I'm not sure which one it was. How tall is Shutter? I don't know. Like, I got the impression that she's probably like 6'1". Watch me meet her and she's like shorter than I am. And then I'll be like, mind blown. I don't know anything anymore. Yeah. I did, they, thought, they looked regular size for me. Yeah. Oh. She is now sandwiched in between the guys and she's feeling very at home. Her choreography is going to be a bit sexy, and she likes it. Um, she's having her sexy dolphin moment. Um, it would be hard a, not to try to have a moment like that. Right? I if would, you were a sexy animal, it. if you were a sexy animal, what would you be? She's a sexy dolphin. Ruby Slay is a sexy... Mm. Ooh, maybe like a little cheetah. Ooh, I like that. I'm glad you didn't say like panther. nude. Oh, <laughs> not a panther on the runway. No. Danny is up and she's going to try to master the moves. We're going to watch Danny struggle a bit as she only gets to the end part, which Clodomer saw. And, and he's like, yeah, good. And she's like, no, that's the only part you saw. Everything else is shit. <laughs> Give her a moment. She'll process it. She'll return with the product. And Clodomer says that they have done it so she can do it. And Danny's like, you're fucking dancers. How you can do it is not how I can do it. Which is totally fair. I, I would feel like Danny as well. Yeah. Jombers, she's to got this. Adapt. Exactly. Jombers got this. Uh, she's not freaking out. She will remember what happened in the girl group and not let that happen here. She says she can dance. It just takes a while to get there. So she's also going to struggle with her left and her right. Um, uh, 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 right and left is very hard for people nowadays. I don't know why. I do that all the time. I thought this was me. <laughs> I'm like, there it is. There's your answer. Left and left and right. Just put the hands out. Now, Vladimir says that the Mega Mix is going to look amazing. Uh, there's not going to be any two-step into this bitch. Uh, they're going to dance. And they're going to dance well. But we'll get there. Because first, it's the big day. They did it. It's the final day of Drag Race UK 4. Someone is going to be crowned. Jombers feels good now that it's rehearsed. She thinks she can show Rue that she can, in fact, dance. Danny can barely speak English, but now can, she can speak dancer. She says the stench of the competition in the workroom is stronger than one of her farts, and they can be very strong. I'm not happy that she made us imagine that. No. That was so out of nowhere. It but was. it was so um, funny. I can only imagine like what the cut footage is, is like probably her farting in the workroom and the girls like reacting to the smell of it. Oh, Hey, it's no, a thing you've been, you, you have, you have been in dressing rooms with other Queens. 
Um, it not every drag queen smells like a rose. No. No. Wash those tights, honey. Wash Please tights. wash the tights, girls. <laughs> One of them will be the winner. And John Burr's asks if she will be the first ever no badge winner. And Danny says nope. But I just would like to remind you, John Burr's, electrobionic erasure is not allowed in this bitch. She won Drag Race Italia without winning a single maxi challenge. Just, just saying. It's possible. Ooh. Now, as they get into face, they're going to discuss their experience. Cheddar says it was a lot harder than she thought it was going to be, as it was insane, intense. It's just not just the drag. It's everything. It's the endurance you need for it. Um, it's almost like a race. Imagine that. A drag race. <laughs> it is a race. Jombers says it's like a pressure pot. She loved every second of it, and it was just so fun. She wanted to prove that she could do it, and everyone else that proves that she can do it as well. And she did. Danny says that Jombers belongs to be there even without badges. So she proved time and time again that this was her stage and there's no one else like her. Now Cheddar has learned how to be more her again. It's been a transformative experience as it reminded her of things she forgot how to do while showing her things she didn't know that she could do. Danny tells her that she hopes she will watch it back and realize how amazing she did. Would you love watching yourself back on a show like this, or would you just cringe being like, I don't want to know what I did? I would want to watch it, but I'm 100% sure I'm going to cringe <laughs> because I'm not, I don't, I'm not a person that enjoys so much being on camera. I'm like a little bit like mm-hmm. Kanye. I'm like, put the camera away. Did you ask me to take a oh, picture? No. I'll, I'll, I'll be nice about it if you ask me, but yeah. I'm like, let me know so I can be ready. That's fair. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Did I answer the question? She wants to. No, no, you didn't. You didn't. She wants to do her family proud and feel like she put something there that was meant to be out there. And John Burr shares that a Danny highlight for her was during Catty Man when Alan came out with a laser pointer and Danny went for it. Uh, Danny equally loved Jomber's bird moment. So apparently um, being an animal this season was a highlight for the Queens. That would have been something I would have enjoyed a lot too. <laughs> like animal print. We all love mm. animal print. The hookers. We sure do. Yep. Danny tells Peppa that her Lil Nas X will go down in history, probably for all the wrong reasons. And Jomber notes that her laugh anyway bit from the roast was her comedy genius moment. Cheddar will tell Peppa that her favorite moment of hers was the ones she might have enjoyed the least as she enjoyed seeing her survive and pull it out and her runway walk. She finds it amazing. Do you have a good runway walk? Me? Mm-hmm. I think I do. I think I have a very supermodel-esque runway walk. That's good. But, that's important. You know, people could disagree. That's fine. I'm still going to think that. <laughs> Peppa has learned coming on the show that you have to wear things you can lip sync in, which is fact. Um, John Bruce tells Cheddar that she loves Rochelle. I hate cockroaches. And then we do a close up on all those fake cockroaches. I was like, no, I don't want to see them, especially in New York. We see too many real cockroaches. We're all like triggered. We're all looking around. <laughs> Literally. Um, Cheddar says, even if they do badly, they can. Do badly. It's no more I can't, just I can badly. And I was like, that's what I'm going to live by. 
I can badly. <laughs> We're going to hit up the main stage to see RuPaul in her finale eleganza. And by finale eleganza, she tore up Cheddar's Cheshire cat look to make a leotard with a shoulder piece. I was like, oh, we've seen Cheddar wear that this year. Why is she wearing it? See, Ru has done that a couple times. She yeah, so I don't times. know um, if you know this story. But I think it was the what, the the finale or right before the finale of season fourteen, uh, and Rue wore that like patchwork dress, with, like all the colors. That apparently mm-hmm. is all the inspired by Maddie's um, uh, design challenge look. Oh Literally yeah, yeah, took it from I remember Maddie, that. Who was eliminated on that ugly ass dress? Crazy. Yeah. Also, hey, if you got uh, money, you do took... it. Yeah, she's like, I can do that and better. But she she also what did um Naomi Smalls. Um I think it was the finale, I think, a top four or top five, where they had to mm-hmm. make an outfit with the papers and books. Right, right. Um she did uh, Naomi's look for what was it, promo season nine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was like oh wait. We're going to have only family here. It's Michelle Visage, who is still looking like the third Boulay brother. Um, I was like, you could go do that show now because maybe they're going to get canceled soon if the rumors are true. Um, Alan Carr is there and Graham Norton. So real, all family. We love them all. Yes. All the gayness together in one room. So gay. So gay. We're going to start with the Megamix, then dive into the runways. UK grand finale Megamix. Um, now, last week I was like, oh my God, I don't know this, how this is going to work. Are they writing their own lyrics? They did, in fact, write their own lyrics. First off, those poor eliminated queens, they make an entrance and then they're forced to stand still on the platforms on the side. No movement for the entire rough. song. They're like, look at where you couldn't get to. Literally, they're like, you have to watch what your future could have been, but you're not good enough. (laughs) Then we have our four finalists who are each in their own world of a look. Um, I prefer cohesion. I love when we have like a um, a finale presentation that everyone looks like they live in the same song. Right. Came out the same box. Yeah, kind of like how they did for season 14, where they had um, someone design them the looks that they created. Um, Not everything's Mm going to be pretty, but at least they have the same color palette. That's what I want. I want want cohesion. Yeah, for some reason, they pick and choose when they want to do it. It's weird. So we start with Peppa, who is looking pretty damn good in that gold number. Looked very, very fabulous. Um, Very sexy. I thought that was very sexy when she was wearing. I think her remix was. Well, go ahead. You said the uh, the metallic. Yeah. Mm, Yeah, the metallic look. I think her remix was on point. It was energetic. It had her island vibe in it, and it was really what made Peppa stand out and be exclusively her. Like this was her, and then that split. Oh my god, it was on point. It was very kind of very very good. This <laughs> she was her just threw it right there in the middle stage. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um, if there was a challenge like this earlier in the season, I think we might have a different conversation at this moment. But um, 
hey, that's just how the season went. You wait for your big finale um, performance challenge, and she slayed. By far the best. She absolutely slayed. She went out with a bang. She was like, mm-hmm. I am the uh, lip sync assassin of the season. So she did th- she did her thing. Good for you, Black Pepper. I thought yes. Black Pepper was going to win. I, I predicted her to win at the beginning of the season. I was wrong. Yeah. Next up, we have Cheddar doing the realness. And for me, it was kind of like watching Sasha Valor. Very um, ethereal, very um, intellectual in the performance. Yeah. Not just because they're baldies, but because they were good and unexpected as well. Um, I think her... And their looks are very detailed. Mm-hmm, her, her performance was very vibey, if that makes sense. It was very much... It was more of like movement as opposed to like dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and her look was very futuristic, and I kind of want to see her perform in Rocky Horror Show um, as either Frankenfooter or Riff Raff. Either one, I'll take either. <laughs> That'll be fun to watch, actually. Yeah, I can see next, that. Next, Danny Beard is looking like a plucked chicken spitting out words on the hardest rue track alive. Um, have you ever had to perform "Call Me Mother"? Um, yes, it's not sure. easy, and I'll probably. It's not easy, and you will, you're gonna be out of breath. You're gonna be sweating. Mm-hmm. But I, I've also done it like like that. Like we were talking earlier, a, a Lady Gaga song. That was, when that song comes on, all if you see a drag queen in there, she's going to be dancing. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. That's um, a good I way think, to spot them out. Literally, I think Danny did fine. It was comical, but I expected a little bit bit more from her in the song. Um, so I was a little underwhelmed. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. I mean, she had conviction, which counts for a lot, but um, I don't think mm-hmm. she was the best of the group. No, I, I can see that. I can see that. Jombers had Kitty Girl, which, I again, we discussed earlier. I think it was a bit unfair that she had Kitty Girl after we've already had a pretty iconic version of Kitty Girl from All-Stars 3, but she held her own. She's still worse than Bibi Zaharbonet was, but she held her own. She did fine. Wow. <laughs> oh, BB. Honestly, it's kind of hard to go worse than BB. No, literally. Um, all I will remember from the Kitty Girl performance from BB Zaharbonet is when her dancer could not lift her up. Oh. No, it was, she wasn't lifting her leg. It nope, was her she leg. wasn't. It was her fault. Um, yeah, uh, 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 her look, Jomber, is very sexy. It was a very great bodysuit. It was like, that is how you stow a bodysuit and make it look good. Yeah. Oof. Ah. I'm wearing a stone bodysuit tomorrow. You keep, yeah. like, hinting at my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep um, making it about me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're allowed exactly. to. You're, you're, you're the guest here. Um, watching the full cast dance to Kitty Girl, you could tell who were the performers and who were just paid to be there. Cool. Some of the girls were like really giving it, and then others were like, mm-hmm. I think where can, where can I my check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Overall, watching the Mega Mix at the first time I watched it, I enjoyed it. Really, 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 really loved it. Didn't hold up on a rewatch, which is not a good sign. It's not something I'm actually going to mm-hmm. probably like go seek out and watch again. Yeah, it's going to have to get like a little more catchy. Maybe yeah. they'll play it you know in the clubs or something and we'll yeah. i don't i agree i don't think it's gonna be 
We'll see. Maybe category okay. is grand finale, finale, eleganza. In honor of the runway, we are going to play eleganza or eleganza. Oh, yeah, you're shady today. Let me get my sunglasses. <laughs> we are always shady here. Black Pepper, Look by First London, Skirt by Trashy Planet, Waist by Misty Couture, Wig by Emanado Hair. I think it's a good runway for the finale. I'm a bit surprised this is what she picked. I would have loved to see her bring her island vibes in regal elegance, something grand. Um, I think the dreads were beautiful. I love the bottom of the dress being like a tattered racing flag. It's very smart. I don't know. Maybe it inspired an upcoming promo shoot that we may see in the near future maybe in the next coming days i don't know i don't know anything hmm. oh do you have you sound like you know some tea honey just saying nothing i know nothing yeah. um but <laughs> she's, she's got a very specific silhouette so she doesn't veer from it and for that this was great i think this was your last chance to shine and potentially be crowned this is not what i expected her to potentially be crowned in if that makes sense yeah i agree Legendary. i loved it but it was it wasn't like this is my winner yeah i liked elements of it like it's a, like probably mm-hmm. a winning week of the runway but not winning the show runway right michelle says watching her in the competition has been a joy as she stands before her she looks evolved um apparently evolution is going to be the um key word to everyone's critiques um maybe everyone was playing pokemon i don't know uh, she says the performance was dynamic and killed it. She says that she has fought for her place to be there. And every time they thought it might be it, she said, not tonight. There's nothing she can't overcome. Graham says she's a dancer and was off the charts. He loves her looks and thinks she's present, uh, presents them fantastically. He says she has a sense of her own body. Alan says she pairs things together like, well, like leather, feathers, feminine, and masculine. He will tell her that he knows she was heartbroken when she was in the bottom two, but he would go, yes. Because he was going to get an amazing performance. And Rue says her story is so amazing and her courage and perseverance is one for the storybooks. I'll give this look uh, an eleganza. Not my favorite, but it's still very pretty. Yeah, I agree. Not my favorite, very pretty. Audience, 74% eleganza, 26% eleganza. Cheddar Gorgeous, Head and Shoulder Sculptures by Cheddar, Corset by Kiku Boutique, Dressed by Licorice Black. Uh, this was literal perfection. Dear Lord, this may live in my mind rent-free forever. She is giving you cheddar with an alien twist of regality. It's black. It has the color infused to make it pop in all the right ways. The claws were a moment. She looked stunning, and she looked like a winner. That was definitely a winner look. We've never seen it before. Not so detailed, so amazing from head to toe. The makeup, everything. Oh, stunning. Amazing, yeah. Michelle says seeing her in a vulnerable state makes her look at her in a different perspective, and it was refreshing to see. She says her journey and her looks have been unbelievable. She says this look is quintessentially cheddar, quintessentially dragon, quintessentially beautiful. Graham says she surprised him because she kept raising her game, and yet she stayed true to the challenges in herself. She was sexy in the challenge, and they saw some cheddar crack. Don't know what that means, but good for them. Alan says every week she gave them something interesting that is weird, crazy, and avant-garde, but it let them in and it was always accessible. He loves the look. And Rue says, look is so her and she looks gorgeous. She says she is a pro and witnessed her navigate the weekly challenges, but the challenges in opening herself up. This was perfect. It's an eleganza for me. Eleganza for sure. 100%. Guess what? That's what the audience said. 100% eleganza. 
Really? 100%? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Everyone was smart. They were like, yeah, it's perfect. Danny Beard, no designers listed. Um, not going to lie. This was a letdown. She says she's a lively liverbird from to pay homage to Liverpool, but I'm just sadly getting gold feathers glued onto a dress she found in the back of her closet. Um, I think the hair is fun. The beat is quintessential Danny. Again, this is your crowning look. Like Cheddar, like give us something to be remembered by. This was very uninspiring in my opinion. Yeah, I did love the makeup and the hair and the gold feathers was a cute look, but I don't think it was a winner look. It just didn't feel cute. It looks cute how she put it together. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't get what she was trying to give. Like, this was maybe, like, um, Drag Wars All-Stars final look. <laughs> Michelle says she has been so fun and filled with personality in life, and it's been great seeing her accept who she is. She said her performance was filled with fun, and her fast talking was great. She says she envies the hair... Um, which goes into the makeup and look, says it looks pretty genius. Alan says only she can rhyme abdominals to phenomenal. He says he didn't know if all these fa- facets of her and says they have been on a few bills together doing things, but he's not there to talk about his success in charity work. He is so pleased watching her evolve. And Graham says she is funny and didn't expect the looks and beauty. He says that uh, the eyes are drawn to her and that is something you can't learn, but she knows how to use it. Rue is proud of her journey. I'm going to be controversial. Elegance, nah. Why don't you like it? Because I know she can do better. Okay. Are you going to Eleganza? Okay. Yeah. I'm going yeah, to everyone that. agrees with you. I'm very much in the minority here. 81% Eleganza, yeah. 19% Eleganza, nah. So I will take it. I'm just very critical of our winner. So this is all I'm going to say. Jomber's Blind, <laughs> Armor and Hab by Graham Cruz, dressed by J. Barry Matthews, hair by Declan Shields. Uh, didn't we just see her wear a white flowy thing a few episodes back? Um, I think it's fashion to have a shield that is allegedly a hat, because if you look at her Instagram, she's wearing it as a hat. And I don't know why we didn't get to see her wear it as a hat. The world may never know why we didn't see it as a hat, but it looked better as a hat. Yeah. It's very fine. It's a regular runway look. It's not the crowning finale moment. Um, Mm -hmm. I do like her in the woman with flat hair. Very sexy. Oh, yeah. My -hmm. hair looks good on her. What did you think of this look? Uh, I liked it. Mm -hmm. I don't have much to say about it. Probably not. (laughs) is Is that shady? No, it's not shady. Michelle says she is the Pokemon of the competition, always evolving. Um, I, like I said, I think everyone's playing Pokemon Go. Maybe um, are you are you one of those Pokemon Violet uh, um, Scarlet players? Do I play Pokemon? Yeah. This I'm I'm controversial actually because I don't play That's Pokemon. Okay, I don't play it either. Um, I yeah, have a life. Like none of it. Yeah. Thank you. Pokemon takes a lot of time, okay? <laughs> it does. I, I have a very addictive personality, so I know I would not stop, and that's not a good thing for me. So mm-hmm. um, instead of I'm like Yu Gi Oh! almost took me out, <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I, just like Pokemon, I'm not catching all the Pokemon, I'm catching all the drag race franchises. <laughs> Absolutely, you have Ooh. more. There's more coming, too many more, too many more. 
Um, <laughs> Michelle says every week she was willing to not just listen, but apply. And she will continue to grow because she is that bitch. She says she looks so beautiful. She said she killed the choreography and had amazing choreography saying she didn't know she had it in her. Graham says that when people struggle in the beginning, most people are defeated by it, but that didn't happen with her. He tells her it's the prettiest she's looked the whole competition. Alan says she is clearly a fighter and and her look sums it up. He says it's Joan of Arc with a toffee penny, which I found out is like a little chewy, like Werther's type thing. That's what a toffee penny is. Really? Yeah. I've never had it. Neither have I. Rue says this look opens her up and looks so good. She says her eye for fashion and as a stylist has allowed her to look for the bits that everyone else may have missed. She says her performance was brilliant and beautiful. She says, who knew she could dance like that? I want to be controversial again. Elegon's not. Elegon's not. It was not my look for me. It was not good. Not great. Wait, what look look was this at the end? John Bruce. Oh. No. This is a nah for me. Yeah. Audience very mixed. 55% eleganza, 45% elegans nah. Now we got to the part of the episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll be judging with this one. Yeah. We got to the part of the episode where everybody knows what's about to happen. We are going to talk to our younger selves. Um, now, let's say you get on the Drag Race television program. Do you know what you're going to say to your younger self? You don't have to tell me, but you, do you know what you're going to say? I don't know what I'm going to say, but I don't want to cry, but I feel like I might cry. Do you have the picture that you're going to send to the show? Um, I have some options. I don't know which one I would send. <laughs> yeah. G- good thing I'm to like, have burn options. Them all! Burn them! Yeah. Have options and let the show pick for you in the moment. Then you be then you have a surprise reaction like, oh my god, that picture! Or like, oh my god, that picture. Yeah, that that's, one? I think that's what they do. I, I think so. I too. think that's what they do. Because they now don't Black want Peppa, them to know. Yeah. Black Pepper tells six-year-old Akeem it's hard to watch that photo as she remembers taking the picture and being so unhappy that she could not play outside with the other kids. She just always was in this strict upbringing that she couldn't be free and the things that people said to her that they probably don't remember hurt her so much, but she forgives them because she had to move with her life. And she wants to tell him that you are amazing and you have everything inside of yourself to take it far in life. And you're not going to make sure you don't give up when things get hard and you need to get out of the island where you came from. You're going to be free and finally understand why you feel the way you feel and what you feel is nothing is wrong with you. I like seeing this emotion on Black Peppa. That's that's when you get the, the vulnerable, the child. Mm-hmm. we really we no, really really did um i know we learned yeah. a lot about this storyline throughout the season but um as we discussed earlier it's a very universal storyline there are a lot of people who will see themselves in black papa yeah i agree cheddar we love you black papa we do cheddar tells five-year-old michael who is wearing glasses that from an early as she can remember she always felt like a grown-up and don't know why you felt like you had to grow up so fast but you're not as old and wise as you think you are. Be young, especially when you grow up and know you're surrounded by love and you'll be surrounded by more love than you possibly know and more love you can possibly be except. You deserve it. Very straightforward, to the point, no emotion. Mm-hmm. But Rue cried. Rue couldn't even say her name. <laughs> I mean, it hits different for everybody. It depends on the words. Rue's going to tell us that she gets emotional by uh, 
children with glasses. And I was like, that gets you an emotional re- response. I wore glasses as a child. I cried because I wore ch- glasses as a child. I'm wearing glasses on the runway. So you give me extra points for that. <laughs> Literally, that's what you got to do now. Wear glasses on a runway and we're just going to cry. I remember that. Andy, I remember that. <laughs> Danny tells five-year-old Daniel, don't let your mom cut your hair. Shade. You're going to go through shit where everyone is going to ask if you're a girl and you'll go through a moment where you think the bullies made you gay and you'll doubt yourself. You're going to have big dreams, can't knock back loads of times, but it keeps going, keeps you going because when you keep going and you try, you really will succeed. And listen to your dad when you really look orange because one day you're going to meet too many like-minded people and it's just going to be magical. So keep going. Moral of the story, start self-tanning after you're out of the house. <laughs> I thought like, oh, you're going to meet more orange people. Cool. See, in America, we have a very, very very different. Yeah, we have a very different uh, uh, term for orange people because it's usually Donald Trump. And we do not want to meet more people like Donald Trump. Mm -mm. No Cheetos. 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 Jombers tells two-year-old Andrew that you're going to go through a lot and people will laugh at you for having big dreams and they're going to call you delusional and you are delusional. Just trust that even though you think nobody likes you, you will find people that love you and never stop fighting and love your parents a bit more because they're the best things ever. Just know you're amazing if people don't tell you you are until you get to RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know if it came out the way she wanted to come out, but I resonated with mm-hmm. this because one, I don't think people like me. And two, I think people would only praise me if th- good things happen in my life. So it's like, I understand where she's coming from, but I don't think that's how she meant it. Yeah. Cause she's basically like, yeah, no that's- one cared about me until it was on drag race. Yeah. Like- I think that's a uh, universal thought though. Like, I feel like we yeah. all secretly kind of feel that way in a way. Yeah. We try to validate like when each I, other. When I post a picture on Instagram of the show, no one likes it. But then I pick pictures mm-hmm. of Nina West holding a little child at a show, and everyone likes my post. So many likes. So many likes. So many likes. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. The queens are going to head backstage to the workroom where they are greeted by royalty. That's right. The winners of UK season one, two, and three. It's the Vivian, Lawrence Cheney, and Crystal Versace. Who do you Ooh. think looks the best of the three of them? Um, definitely Lawrence. I agree. Lawrence looked fucking good. That was like, so I am the winner, baby, and I have money to get an expensive look. Yeah. I had a sus spot for um, the Vivian because she had, she was wearing red. She was wearing like, red. red. Um, I yeah, feel like she just had it in her closet Lawrence. and she forgot she had to go do a gig and she's like, oh, I'll pull this out. And Crystal Versace was there. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone want to know? If... Go ahead. What was she wearing again? She was wearing like that black and gold thing. Oh yeah, boring. yeah. It was so boring, and then she had like the nose. It was like know. it was cute, but it was like winner. Exactly, Lawrence. You could tell that was a winner. Yes. The Vivian wants to know if it has been amazing, and John Burst tells her it's been amazing. As a literal fan of the show, it's been everything that she thought it would be and more. But it's been fucking tough. Danny will joke that Jombers is not a finalist, just a paying for the meet and greets, which was very funny. Lawrence tells them that even though they are knackered, it is worth it if you win. She says being in the final is great, but it looks better winning. Vivian says it's amazing seeing four diverse queens, and the best piece of advice she can give is to not get complacent. They have the most amazing future ahead of them. Whoever wins, the hard work begins the minute you leave. Now, what Lawrence is about to say, I think, was 
so crucial. Lawrence tells them it's all about life after Drag Race and how you talk to your fans. She says, never be disrespectful to the people who are literally paying your rent. They are people who are living the dream of people like them. She tells them they are fabulous, but they're not Beyonce, to which Black Pepper says that she thinks she's Beyonce. But I think what Lawrence said was so profound. Like, And I don't think Mm -hmm. we really quite understand being this kind of celebrity is different than any other kind of celebrity. Like, if you're a drag queen, you have to be loved by your fans. And if you are not loved by your fans because maybe you had one bad interaction, that gets around. And the fandom is small enough where that could tank your career. We have that happen with quite a few already. Yeah, this is really when I say... <coughs> Violet. Violet. <coughs> <Right. coughs> Um, this is when you say kill it with kindness, like be kind to your fans. Um, as someone who's gone to DragCon and then got to meet a lot of the queens, like they are down to earth. They are real people like us. They yeah. were us at one point. Um, but if you have a negative reaction because they you're having a bad day, don't take it out on your fans. No, you can't. Not. Don't blame your fans for something that's happening. I think sometimes it just helps to like if you're having a bad day, explain like I'm not feeling really good or something happened to me but just go as nice as possible explain it basically communicate just don't go on social media (laughs) that too don't put your emotions on social media no but it's really um the way lawrence spoke about it was really important because not only is she saying Mm -hmm. you have to be kind to your fans and let your fans appreciate you but it's also reminding Mm -hmm. us just how disgusting the fandom is yeah no i think definitely with the platform like rule says uh what did you say the bigger the responsibility the bigger the power something like that she says it on the all-stars um she says it on all stars. great responsibility comes great power great power comes great responsibility like the spider-man quote there you go I think that's what Lawrence was saying, basically, but more detail. Absolutely. I mean, like, again, little, little things. I, at DragCon U, uh, Lon- uh, London, Los Angeles, I wasn't able to interview Lawrence because her line was just so long and she had a lot of adoring fans. Um, and it was <laughs> one of her team who said I couldn't get the interview. And it rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, that's not fair. I, uh-huh. But I was like, no, I have to take this in and be like, no, I, I'm there. I could get the interview later if I want it. I'll get it in the UK. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain I'm going to get it in the UK. So I'm excited for that. But she's there for the fans, not for me. It's it's extra bonus if I get that interview. Let her have her moment with her adoring fans. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And Lawrence, this course. time I want the interview. London, it's happening. You're like, I'm a fan too. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Well, that's what I'm scared about because there are so many queens going to be in London that I'm a fan of. Um, some of them I have massive crushes on. So that's going to be hard. I've I've already been I've warned my assistant I said when I talk to Scarlett Harlot you have to make sure I'm on my best behavior make sure I didn't have two drinks beforehand yep there it is so I mean that might help it might help it might help Crystal says um words Crystal actually is has the ability to use her words because she can't open her mouth because up until this point she didn't say a fucking thing but she will say that she only just realized that the pressure wasn't coming from everyone else but from her. So she tells them, just remember, don't look at anyone else and follow your own heart. 
Is Crystal ready to crown another queen? No, but the Vivian left her crown at home fully locked away, which was very smart. Like, I'm sure if you win, you're going to put your um, very expensive crown all safe so no one could ever touch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, or get a, uh, you keep yours at home and make a replica. There it is. Just expensive, but it's not. Cheddar just wants the scepter. Yeah, Cheddar just wants the scepter for all the amazing things you can do with a scepter. You can use it as a stick to beat your friends politely. You could use it for exceedingly fabulous camp game of cricket. The possibilities are endless. What would you use your scepter for? Just fuck around and tell people what to do. They will listen because literally, that is what I would do too. Over there. Yeah. Wait, do I need one for glam awards? Maybe I need one. If you can get one, I would highly suggest it. I might be able to get my hands on one. We'll see. We one. Might, maybe I'll get one. You're stony. You're stony queen I, now. Well, I know. I know. And but may, I, I might be getting a statement piece from our friends at Amped Accessories. So maybe he can Ooh. give me like a cheap ass scepter too. Because you know, Amped Accessories is the designer for all of the Canada's drag race crowns and scepters. Ooh. So I would get a fancy nice. one. We'll see. We'll see. Now, before we can get to our results, we got to bring back our girls. And in honor of our returning queens, we are going to play all star or all nah based on their looks. Are you ready to discuss their looks? Do you need a refresher? Um, Sure. All right. Let's first start with Just May. Look by Fancy Boy London. Hair by Florencia's wigs. Uh, She's still giving you Jerry Hallowell, but like in a walk around look you would see at a club. I think it's better than anything we've seen her do all season long, which was one single episode. So that's saying, well, not much. Uh, It's fine. It's not for me. She has reduced the eye makeup, which is a bit of a development. I thought she was going to keep that like strong Trixie eye, but no, she, she, she lessened it a little bit. You think so? A little bit. Very, very subtle. (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll give her that. What did you think of the look? Um, I'm still looking for it. <laughs> Where is it? It's on the UK, okay. like a couple rows down. I'm not a fast, but whatever. Um, I think the outfit was cute. Um, I wouldn't necessarily wear it, but yeah, I think it was cute. Yeah, would you wear it? No, it's all not terrible. I'm gonna send you the link just so you have it as reference too. Um, I'm giving it an all nah. A what? An all nah, no all star. Oh, 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 nah. Okay, that's cute. Oh, nah. The audience 36% all star, 64% all nah. Next up, we have Starlet. Corset by Misty Couture, skirt by Molly Nyogen, design hair by Marcos Wiggs. She is just a princess in this look and is divine. She's got all the tool in London on this look. I love the soft Cinderella blue pair with the blue and the stars. Branding baby. One of the most stunning finale looks we've ever seen. And this is why you want to get crowned in something so stunning. I love this look so much. I love tool. You do have? Do you wear a lot of tool? I don't. I don't wear a lot of it, but I do have some special pieces that yeah. I love so much, and I don't wear them too much because 
That's cool. This was gorgeous. It's an all-star for me. Yeah, definitely an all-star. Audience, 94% all-star, 6% all now. Copper Top, look by Sim Adamson, design hair by Polished Wigs, headpiece by Copper, jewels by Wigs by Tiff. Again, so much tool going on. I love it. It's brilliant and bold blue. She's giving you a two-for-one with a pant and a dress. Is it groundbreaking? No. Is it a good look for her? Sure. What do you think? I think I think it was a good look. I did not like the makeup though. Yeah, it's very and, and I, I I've done that makeup actually like more towards my baby years and mm-hmm. the blue. I don't think it just doesn't look good. Yeah, blue makeup. Blue's a hard color lip. face. Is it is? I think those you have to like blend them with like purple or yeah, have some dimension ombre lips. That might I'm help. gonna. I'm going to give this a very soft all-star. I'm going to give it a soft all-star, too. Audience, 56% all-star, 44% all-nom. Next, we have Sminty Drop, look by Lloyd James, hair by style by Vodka. Um, It is the Bride of Frankenstein in pillow form. Listen, if she were my body pillow, I would not be mad. Um, I think she knows how tall she is, and she just wants to show off that she is going to be the biggest bitch in the room. Um, she is very sexy yet very regal. This was exactly what I expected her to wear. Yeah, and she grew even taller with the wig. So much taller. Like she, I'm afraid to stand next to her because I think she's going to tower over me. I love that. You know, RuPaul <laughs> is like seven, eight feet with the heels. RuPaul is a giant. Feet. No, wait. She's she's like seven feet or In six heels, feet without I think heels. So, yeah. So with heels, she—I don't know. Yeah, I think she's six four out of drag, and then whatever she wears in heels. Uh, But Sminty, probably the same height in this look. Excellent. It's an all star. All star. Audience, ninety-five percent all star, five percent all now. Love Phil. Look by Kate. (laughs) Look (laughs) by Kate Walker Studio. Hair by Ross Kwan. Um, they have to give this so much more time for me to look at because we only saw for a split second and it's hard to take it all in because it's so detail um, oriented. I mean, I love the white as the dominant color. I appreciate that she's brought so much culture and infused it into it. It's a dynamic look. I just need to spend more time with mm-hmm. it. It's so pretty. She almost what put like every fabric. More? She put like every fabric piece scrap she had and put it into this look. Did she make this? Um, no, she didn't. Okay. Um, wait, no, I no, think I... she designed it, but someone else made it. Okay. 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 Um, I liked it. I don't know if, I don't know. I think the fabric on the waist could have been more cut differently. Maybe I love yeah, it I a little that. bit more. And that might've helped that. the look a little bit, but it's still a gorgeous look. And yeah. the culture infused in it is so beautiful we love it it's an all-star for me all-star audience 74 percent all-star 26 percent all not next up is dakota schiffer look by fancy boy london nails by nails by live ross livray uh she is giving you negligee realness she said you slept on me so i shall go to sleep uh love the soft pink on her it is stunning i can't imagine that mm-hmm. this is what she was going to wear for her crowning look so um i can only imagine what stronger image we would have had but she knows what she wants to show and she did just that this was really beautiful you know i think this this 
would be the look for crowning, no? You think, think they so? Saved it? I, I think, think she saved what she would have worn for the crowning. Okay, maybe. But I think they should wear what they were going to get crowned with. Just, oh, I you do know, too. To put it out there. Yeah. This was very, very pretty, very but, subtle. Mm-hmm. She's going to be Bimini a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Would you wear this? Uh, I would wear that. Yeah, it's very, very sexy. It's an all star yeah. for me. It's giving Glam Awards. It's an all star. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, audience, 79% all star, 21% all nom. And finally, Pixie Polite Look by Bang London, Hair by Weekday Wigs. I just can't. We made progress with the proportions, but now she neglected it with the skin tone. I'm not sure if she was meant to be wearing a nude illusion, but the nude is not even close to the clown white face. I think the green drapery of the garment is stunning and pairs so beautifully with the gold corset. It's just the wrong shade of nude, and it took me out of it completely. Are you talking about the top side or the bottom side? Because they're two Both. Everything is wrong. <laughs> I'm oh sorry, I've said it before on the podcast. White queens, you do not get to fuck up your nude illusion skin tones. You have options. Yeah. That that look was very expensive. She could have went for something that could have definitely been her shade. And Bang London is a fucking brilliant design team. They do great shit. They could have helped her out. Or maybe she should stop painting herself white. No more clown white. Let Danny do that. Clown white. I don't know. This just look did not do anything for me. Um, I'm glad she gave me like the right hip pad proportion this time, but um, no, it's an all nah. Yeah, it's so sad that uh, something so simple can make an all nah. It's crazy. The audience, yeah. uh, they're a little more forgiving. 62% all star, 38% all nah. Now, based mm-hmm. on the performances this week and throughout the competition, Rue decides that this time has come to an end for Jombers and Black Peppa as Danny Beard and Cheddar Gorge are the top two queens of the season. I think I saw this coming. I think we all saw it coming, but do you agree with the results for the top two? Yeah. I agree. That's the top two. Yeah. Now the Would winner, you have picked anybody else? For this, for no. after seeing the season, yes, these are definitely the top two. For yeah. Me. The okay. winner will receive a crown and scepter courtesy of Fierce Drag Jewels and an all-expense paid trip to Hollywood to create and star in their own series with the producers of Drag Race. Um, great. No money. I always want money. Give me money. <laughs> the song they're going to perform is Dame Shirley Bassey's This Is My Life, which is a grand song. Very big, very powerful. Um, for those international franchise watchers, you will remember that this was the lip sync song for the finale of Drag Race Holland 2 between Vanessa Van Cartier and My Little Pony. Um, and I'm just going to say right now, Vanessa Van Cartier beats them all. She performed the song the best out of the four people who performed it. Um, a good performance. This was very powerful. Have you, have you heard yeah. the song before? No. And you just reminded me that it was um, for Holland. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I didn't even realize yeah. for some reason. Which is really funny uh, that both winners were wearing gold in their performance. Ah, a little secret, huh? Crazy. <laughs> Um, I think we got two very different takes on this song. I think Cheddar did a great job bringing the drama, but perhaps she took too much time undressing, and I think that is what doomed her. Um, you can definitely see her in some parts, um, just like trying to take something out or like move it at exact moment while 
Jenny was like focused on lip syncing and giving that facial right. emotion. And I almost yeah. wonder what would have happened if Cheddar didn't take anything off because I think she could have still given this performance in that look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would love to see the two of them perform this live because this was just very powerful. They, they, there was so much passion in it. Yeah, absolutely. Rue has decided that the winner of Drag Race UK4 is Danny Beard. A bearded queen has finally won Drag Race. I'm not taking Gag. anything away from her, but let's just remember that beard gets whited out most of the time. So we don't really see a beard most of the time with Danny Beard. Mm-hmm. Do, you nice agree? Do you agree with the winner? Uh, I do agree with the winner. I'm, I'm happy with it. I can live with that. I think this was a season in the history of the show. If you ever were going to do like a double crowning, this would would have worked. But it wasn't was there a rumor call. that they there it? was there definitely was a rumor. It, it was out there. Um, I think for this one, it came all down to who's going to represent the brand the best, and I think Danny will do that. But I do think Cheddar would have been a more exciting and consequential representation as a winner. Um, but it all comes mm-hmm. down to taste. I I. I do like Danny, but there's something about it when she won. I was like, yeah, okay, fine. I wasn't as excited as I would have been if Cheddar had won. And I'm not sure why that is. Because, I again, Danny did excellent this season. Yeah, I honestly thought Cheddar was going to win. But I was shocked that Danny won. But I wasn't, like, unhappy either. Yeah. It was kind of like, it was kind of like Peppermint and Sasha Valora. Oh, very much so. Now, got some burning questions to finish this podcast. Are you ready? Yes. One second. All year long, I am sharing my burning question that I had for the winner of the season in the preview podcast. I said this about Danny Beard. Danny is the first bearded queen that Rue will ever judge. Will she get a fair crack or will Rue dismiss her style of drag? And I guess we get the answer is, yeah, Rue's going to respect her style of drag, which progress. We're making progress, RuPaul. She's she's watching the comments. She sure darn is. Now, let's say we have an all-star season in the UK. Give me the three, the first three people who will get a call from this season to return for an all-star season. To return? Oh, oh my God. I'm already like so hard to keep up with all the names. Um Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. <laughs> I'll give you mine. I'll tell you the three that I think. I think Black okay. Peppa thinks she's definitely going to return. I think Sminty Drop will absolutely return. And here's okay. my controversial pick. I think the third person would be Baby. I think Baby is will return to the show if she wants to return. I think we did not get to see the end of her story. Okay. I'm surprised by Peppa, not by the other two. I mean, not, what did I say? I agree with Peppa and Sminty. Baby, I'm surprised. But I, I mean, it. I know Baby just came out being like, I'm not a drag queen anymore. Don't call me a drag queen. I was like, okay, fine. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know if Cheddar's going to come back. I don't think Cheddar needs to come back. What else can Cheddar show? She already showed like the top tier stuff she could do. Um, I think Dakota could come back. I could definitely see that happening. Um Starlet, maybe. Starlet, for sure. I mean, if she wanted to. 
Right. Everyone else, I'm not so sure that I think there are a lot of other people in other seasons that would get a call before they would. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Now, when it comes to the four Drag Race UK winners, and if you want to throw the fifth one with uh, Blue Hydrangea, where does Danny fall? Mm, from like best to worst, or yeah. Um, I would put Danny probably third. I think that's right. I think that's where I would put her as well. I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna say Lawrence Chaney, Blue Hydrangea, Danny Beard, the Vivian, Crystal Versace. That's my order. That's that's literally my order. <laughs> there it is. Okay, so, so I'm not wrong. Okay. We are going to have a little, probably a little bit of time before our next season of um, Drag Race UK. But I think this was a great way to end the year with Drag Race UK. We had a really strong season, some incredible drag. Um, and I'm excited to meet them all. I, get, I think I'm going to be able to potentially meet all four franchises worth of queens while I'm in Drag on UK. So. That's so exciting. I'm very excited. But what's more exciting? Share where we can find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug. Oh, yay. Um, you can find me on social media, um, Instagram, Twitter, now on YouTube, TikTok, at Ruby Slay M, or just Ruby Slay. That's also my Venmo and Cash App. Um, you want, if you ask me that, I'm just... Yes, and I don't know when this is, when are you airing this, but when can I ask? When are you, it's going to be out on? tomorrow morning. Oh, so today, um, go to $3 Bill because it's going to be the Nickelodeon show where all the 90s babies are turning 30 and we're just holding on to our childhood as much as we can. <laughs> can you give a teaser of what you'll be performing? What I'll be performing? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to do uh, Victorious. So of that's course. where we got Victoria Justice and Ariana Grande before they mm-hmm. became huge stars. That's fair. So, yeah. Sounds like a fun show. Thank you so much for being here. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me one more time. I love you so much. The biggest thanks to Ruby Slay for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blog talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.